This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because both have plenty. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The Guardian Leviosa. From now on, you do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Monica and with me today is my lovely, amazing, glorious and kind of confused co-host, Amanda. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Hi, Moni. I am a little bit confused. Were you like batting a fly out of your face was, or something? Something was flying like right in the middle of my face and it was very confusing. So I had to like shove it aside or something. I was just like, did that just happen? It did, did happen. Did I, did I make that up in my head? Like, no. what's going on here? No, it did not. It cool. did very well happen. How you doing? I'm doing, I'm super tired today. Mm. Um, but I'm also excited because tomorrow I get my vac first shot of the vaccine. So Yay! I'm like... <laughs> celebrating um, and well not celebrating yet but i will tomorrow hopefully mm -hmm. hopefully everything will be fine we're getting the does this mean we're not co-working it's at three. Oh, okay oh uh, so it's at uh, uh, quarter to three so um and we probably just need to leave at half past so we can until then perfect it's in the afternoon all good no worries Maybe a bit earlier because there are probably a lot of people. But yeah. Uh, anyway, that's the that's the that's the all entire situation basically. Um, and so that's cool. Uh, I've been in Graz today. That was confusing after months of not being in anything city like. I was just super tired just driving through there and coming home. So I'm not used to the city anymore at all. But. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to doing that more often once I'm more vaccinated. Yay. Yay. And how is yeah. you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm also tired, but I've had three nights of kind of interrupted sleep. So that would do it. But the first one was for good reason. We got up at 3 a.m. to watch our friends get married on Zoom. Oh, that is so I'm it so excited so cool. still. Yeah, so it was wonderful. Um, so it was like worth it, but very tired because of it. Aww. <laughs> yeah. I just like I have like a really weak link to sleep. Like if I wake up in the night, I'm at for more than a pee. I'm I'm awake for <laughs> for more than a pee for more than uh, for a very long time. <laughs> it's a kitty, isn't it? Also, yeah, she's a jerk. No, five fifteen yesterday, four forty eight this morning. Oh no! Yep, she's wonderful. That's annoying. Yeah. Imagine having kids. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, no, like thanks. I couldn't do it. I don't know how 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 mothers do it. Honestly. No, I know. I mean, they have to kinda and have to survive it. But I'm like, I don't. I couldn't. I don't. I don't know. No. No idea. Couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. So heads off to all the moms out there. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jinx in, in chat said, I've done it and don't recommend. It's fair. That's, that's uh, all the uh, convincing I need. Yeah, totally. Sold. Don't do it. <laughs> Perfect. You can, can can train the animals to listen to your biological clock better than, than, than kids, I suppose. You'd think that. You'd think that. I mean, you how 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 long is Kit Kat with you now? Almost three months. Yeah, I mean, we had Yoshi for years, and with every and you would still think now he's already like super comfortable with us and everything is great and whatever. And then every year it's still like there's still he had there's still some more trust that came from him every mm. year, and you think it reached a peak already, but there's still even after years even more came. So I'm like. Who the fuck knows? Maybe in no time she doesn't want to lie on you anymore all the time or whatever. Yeah. I, I give her a little bit of leeway for last night because uh, there was like a windstorm and it was Aww. really loud and it was quite scary. And I think she was scared. But Aww. yeah. Poor thing. The poor one. <laughs> poor thing. But yeah, I'm excited because it's our favorite episode to record. Yay. It's you need to do it. I can't do it. I do need It's Geek Girl in the News. Cool. Now we have that sorted. <laughs> um, yes, Geek Girl in the News for April. Look at me getting the month right. Who the I'm fuck so would have thought? I'm so proud of you. I know. Yeah. Isn't it March? Like the third time in a row? I mean, I mean in theory, it's March the... 15th time 15th in a row. 15th time in a row. Exactly. Quick maths. Look at you go. I know. Not um, just a pretty face. No. Um, so, uh, yeah, but this time we're correct. Uh, Geek Girl in the News for April 2021. Mm-hmm. Which means we're already in May. How the fuck did that happen anyway? I don't know. I'm very confused by very. this monthly progression. Like, I understand that months happen after the next month or, like, that they come in a row. But yeah. I, I don't... I'm how i don't i'm know. not i'm not into it either <laughs> no but like let's go back in time to march 30th yes when our first article came out <laughs> <laughs> yes which is kind of would you still count for april basically it totally counts it came yeah. out after it, it was released after we recorded our march news so it totally it totally yeah, counts yeah, it's, it totally yeah, fine. It's fine um and thank you to tom from three extra lives for the article um, which as is usual. as per usual because it's sports <laughs> and not esports. So he did give, also give us our esports article tonight. So you know, <laughs> Tom co coming in with the sports. Um, yeah, yeah. Rebecca Welch becomes first female referee to be appointed to EFL game ahead of Harrogate Town and Port Vale, and the EFL is the English Football League. Ahead of Harrogate Town. I was going to say we know people who are from there, but never do mind. We? I will not dox anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do I? Publicly. Yes, you do too. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we talked about them today, just so that you are aware. We talked about a lot of people yeah, today. Yeah. Maybe you will figure it out. Otherwise, I'll tell you later. But Thanks, cool. tell me later because we yes. talked about a lot of people today. Yeah. That sounds like we're talking about a lot of people. I mean, we were, but... <laughs> As you As, do. No, nothing bad. We're just talking about people. <laughs> talking about I some love of our that favorite Twitch streamers, actually, is what we were talking about. 
talking about the Twitch streamers we enjoy and how like 90% of them are gay men. Yes. Yeah. Which is great in general. Great. Here for it. Yep. Anyway. Anyways. Um, Rebecca Welch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one we were talking about right now. Not a gay man. Let me just... <laughs> I'm sure we will get to that eventually. <laughs> um, I just need some input here because I'm very not, not, what is it called? Um, fluent in English sporting. Are Harrogate Town and Port Vale in a higher league in the UK? No, they're in the English Football League. Which oh. is like so the top one is the Premier League. Yeah. Pre- pre- yeah, the Premier League. Um and then the English football league is a different one. <laughs> the way you sold this to me, I cannot believe. <laughs> Good <laughs> Oh my god, it's glad. I'm so glad that we talk about sports that we have no idea about. Oh dear. I was hoping for Tom to slide in with the knowledge. He did. I'm crying. Jinx in chat is like the level of expertise. No, right? That's just where. Okay, Tom, as per usual, is saving our ass, as per fucking usual. Um, Look, and he Tom... needs to make sure that we're better equipped to talk about these sports articles <laughs> if he's going to keep dropping them in here. <laughs> I mean, one would have thought you maybe had a quick conversation about it. <laughs> okay. You'd it think go- that. You would think that. In It goes Premier League, then three divisions, which are the EFL. So basically, and the EFL is made up of the championship, League One and League Two. Did you Google that just now? <laughs> no prior background knowledge. Prior background Obviously. knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Geek Herring always prepares for a podcast. <laughs> um, you want anyway. me to actually read these articles before we do this show? <laughs> <laughs> okay anywho here we go um and she did <laughs> me. not today amanda not today <sighs> maybe tomorrow uh, if tom has a good day um rebecca, <laughs> rebecca welch has become the first female referee to be appointed in uh, to a game in the english football league it has been announced she is the highest-ranking female referee in English football to take charge of the League Two match. Okay, that's B- cool. That was that that match already happened by the time because we're at the end of May now. But I have no idea how I did, how how <laughs> how that ended. At the end of May. At the end of May, <laughs> or did it not happen? I don't know. Okay, they said ma- never mind. It's too complicated. <laughs> um. So she has been already selected uh, after an ongoing review of her performances in the season and has been approved by the chiefs of the refereedom or whatever it's called. <laughs> Tom, Tom informs us that Port Vale won 
Okay. So that's cool. Um, so something interesting from this article, she says that um, I've received criticism from my refereeing, and that's part of football, but I've gone through the men's pathway and I've never experienced anything like the abuse because I'm a female referee. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. By the... Um, what is it called? I mean, I also guess, I suppose, as a as a referee, you have to be really strong to enable boundaries in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she and said enforce in, them. in this article that um, she has received criticism because of her refereeing, mm-hmm. which is natural. Like, a lot of refs receive criticism, most yeah. refs, I would say. Um, but she hasn't received criticism because she's female, um, which is great. I think, and she says, we need to keep on educating people about how it makes that person feel. Uh, I've been very lucky that I turn up and they don't see me as a female referee. They just say, Rebecca's here and she's the ref today. Mm-hmm. End of story. I think that was wonderful and that's what we need more nice. of. Yeah. That attitude. I do wonder if it's because it is a lower lower league. Excuse me. Um, like, I wonder what it would be like if it was in the, like, the more televised Premier Leagues. Um, yeah, and the more televised ones, maybe, for sure. At the same time, Fans of small clubs are just as passionate about or sometimes even more passionate about their team than sometimes bigger ones. Not that bigger ones are not. And of course, there are more of those. But the hardcore football fans that go to their small or smaller club matches are just as into it as bigger ones often. So, um, um, yes, while there are more people, obviously, that would do that, it doesn't necessarily mean that... um, she wouldn't receive that if that w- if that were the only reason. Mm-hmm. I but mean that yeah. that made made a bit less sense, but you know what I mean. No, probably not. But but she also said that if it's not me, then she still has no doubt that in the next ten to fifteen years we will see a female referee in the Premier League, which is a long time frame in, in my humble opinion. Like ten yeah, to fifteen years. There's already an like... assistant ref though in the Premier League, a, a female assistant ref. Yeah. Um, oh so, yeah, I mean, and there I, are no I fans right now. That is also come. true because COVID. Yeah, I do think it's going to come, and I actually think that her her projection of ten to fifteen years might be a lot. Like I think it might come earlier than that. I would hope so. Yeah, but yes, Tom is re- very right that there are no fans right now, and I do think the players are in general about the game and not and and not necessarily. Have other uh, they have other things to focus on in that that when when the match is happening anyway, so they can't waste their time starting a fight with a referee because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's all just super super assumptions that I'm putting out there. Yeah, I mean, the last line in the article does say um, she says twenty minutes into one game, somebody sat in the stand next to my dad and didn't even realize the ref was a female. That just shows how people don't really take that much notice of it, and that's mm-hmm. a massive positive. Like. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. Well, I'm not entirely sure if if not taking knowledge of it. Like, yes, it's kind of what we want, but at the same time, what that sentence says to me is kind of yeah. I didn't notice the referee was female, but she's also female. If you know what I mean. Mm. So how how is that intended? Is it intended like was it because one would assume that uh, that female referees would would judge different, which is bullshit because there are the rules and they they go by the rules and otherwise i can acknowledge that it's a female referee period i imagine this situation being like the dad being excited me like that's my daughter out there and the person standing next to them was all like i didn't even know the ref was a woman 
cool. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't doesn't defy anything. Like still amazing that there is finally in 2021 one female referee <laughs> in the in, EFL. In, in the EFL. That's very. It's good. It's a start, and I'm excited for the future of women like refing men's sports. Yeah. Yes. So, Here yeah. for that. Me too. Going from one sports to esports. Yeah, this article is really cool. Um, and it's also from Tom. And it's about Japan opening an esports gym in Tokyo where people can book three hour slots at computers and pay for coaching from professional gamers. I generally dig that idea very much. I think it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is really cool. <laughs> like, imagine, you know, you've always wanted to get good at games, you know, and it's just like, okay. If, yeah, you can practice, you can practice, you can practice, but wouldn't it be great to actually have somebody, like, somebody who is a professional or retired professional um, esports player over your shoulder, tell, giving you pointers right then and there? Yeah, I mean, sure. My only issue is that I have don't have a competitive bone in my body, so I'm like the... But I get the, the theory of it all. And of course, if you want to become better at it and why there are every other sport you need to train at and you have a coach that trains with you and mm -hmm. you need to go to the gym or you hire someone who does it for you. So it's like that is just way more access accessible for people to actually um, do that. And it's really cheap as well. Like, mm -hmm. can we just talk about how cheap it is? Like a three hour slot is $13. I'm assuming it's American dollars converted. And a monthly mm -hmm. membership that starts at fifty dollars. That, that's allow just to like go to the gym, but still, that's that's really cheap. But it says which allows you daily access to the gaming PC as well as optional coaching sessions that can be added for about twenty five dollars an hour. This is so cool. I mean, at least you like in every other sport, you will work together with other people in the gym, I suppose, and then um, learn from each other as well, which is probably really helpful. Mm hmm. Yeah, I am. I think this is cool, and I think it's only going to be one of the first of its kind opening up, um, mm. because like these types of gaming cafes, gaming hubs, lounges, whatever you want to call them, like they're they're big in Asia, but the, I've I've heard of them also popping up around Europe, and I would dare say they're in North America as well, um, it, at the very least. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of old school uh, internet cafes in the nineties. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what I think of when I when I hear this. I'm like, okay, so like old school, like, you know, where you go when you're backpacking or something and you need to just send an email or whatever, or I don't know, if you don't have a computer at home. And then like, this is just those, but pimped up to be an actual like fancy esports yeah. e gym. Yeah, I mean, fancy. Yeah, there is a table with three chairs next to each other. Um, but... I just totally, I totally understand the general idea of it. And I think it's great. I just think it's great that it gets um, more into mainstream like every other sport does. Mm -hmm. I think like esports are definitely taking the world by storm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like they have been for a, a while now. But like when colleges, universities, high school, like high schools are having esports teams and they're like getting just as much training and and like scholar like recognition and mm -hmm. have to like maintain gpas and stuff in order to compete and everything like they're mm -hmm. just they're being held to the same level as like physical sports and mm -hmm. like 
it's here and it's 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 staying and i think we just need to embrace it like woohoo esports <laughs> um yuffie said that she had no idea how big the world of esports was until she saw that there was an esports area being built near in philly um so that's just also i mean proof enough that there are things moving in a direction that and even though bill fucking mayor says who fucking watches people on twitch playing video games fuck you bill mayor or however you are pronounced don't even give a fuck um we can all do what we like to do can't we yeah what's and, and besides like what's the difference between sitting down and watching somebody play a video game and sitting down and watching somebody kick a football around you know like well you're still because people passively think consuming content well that is true but people <clears throat> value the content that is consumed and think they have to decide what is good for other people to watch and what isn't mm -hmm. i i think esports gyms are cool and um i look forward to seeing more of them yeah i'm here for that too love mm -hmm. how um japan is setting the trend as per usual and yeah. it's gonna hopefully come um <sighs> Soon to our areas, into Europe, into the US as well. Definitely. Excited now, Monica, <clears throat> Monica, I was hoping that you could explain something to me because oh it God. will help me be able to talk about this article a lot better. I think you're going to ask me what I will not be able to answer, but here we go. Monica, what is an NFT? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that and I have no fucking clue. <sighs> <laughs> I asked Tom, I've asked you, you know, I've I've exhausted my source of people that I ask things of. <laughs> and nobody can tell me what an NFT is, but they're big they're big deals apparently. Yeah, they're big deals. Apparently something related to kind of like a Bitcoin but not really. What is NFT? Hang on, we're going to google that. NFT I explained. also googled it and I did not understand it. Just want to put that out there. It's a non-fungible token. That's the short word for NFT. Fun fungible? Fun I don't know what it is. Is it fungi? Is it... Is it... What, what, what does it even mean? I don't know. Fungus? It is a... It's a token that don't, don't get... Doesn't get crap. So what is it? Um, so... So what does that means according to Verge is... Uh, moral it more or less means that it's unique and can't be replaced with something else for example a bitcoin is fungible please tell me how to pronounce this so fungibility is an economics word that means property of a good or commodity whose individual units are essentially interchangeable and each of its parts is interchangeable indistinguishable from another part well i was just asking you how to pronounce it I have no idea. I didn't know what it meant. Oh, so I was cool. like, maybe we should look that up first. <laughs> Hello, so, Amanda does not study economics. And <laughs> okay. there's a reason for that. Because but maybe my, maybe my, my paragraph would have been more helpful. So they say, for example, a Bitcoin is fungible. Trade one for another Bitcoin and you'll have exactly the same thing. A one-of-a-kind trading card, however, is not fungible. If you traded for a different card, you'd have something completely different. So, for example, if you trade one Pokemon card with the other Pokemon card, that's what, what is, that, that would make the... Assumingly that there is only in one deck of Pokemon cards in the entire world and you change one card with the other card, that is, uh, um, is non-fungible. Um, 
but the bitcoin because it's like money you exchange money for money for the same kind of money you will still get the same thing um you gave up its quirtle i don't know how does it work at the very high level most nfts are part of an of a blockchain ethereum blockchain which is also one of one of the cryptocurrencies exactly i knew that without and they tell me in the next sentence ethereum is a cryptocurrency like bitcoin or dogecoin but its blockchain also supports the nfts with some extras uh, with some store extra information that makes them work differently from say eth coins it is worth worth nothing that other blockchains can implement their own versions of nft so basically we're talking about cryptocurrency here i suppose <laughs> cool what is a blockchain well that's very that's i think a chain of codes um basically what all this cryptocurrency is is basic is in cha is exchanging codes with each other and giving them some worth it's like trading money and, and, and except, except calling it um, dollars or calling it euros or calling it yen or whatever. They call it Bitcoin. They have a uh, they have math like computer technology behind it that creates all this change of mathematics basically. And the more of that mathematical shit you have, the more money you have. That's how I understand cryptocurrency to be honest. But that might be also very wrong. Deb says in chat that nfts are like physical collector's items only digital so instead of getting an actual oil painting to hang on the wall the buyer gets a digital file instead yeah and it's probably killing the planet because of the computer power that it uses to create uh, it to um well create it basically okay because what what do you do when people get into when people got into this entire bitcoin situation was that you can actually have a computer in your house that is continuously producing these bits and bytes that are needed for the currency basically and that needs a lot of fucking power and energy and that's and you can't really create a lot based on the math that it's producing i think yeah and because there are so many creating these and it's also the reason why I can't get graphics cards right now. So Chess says cryptocurrency will use as much power as the entire United States by the end of 2021 uh, or something. And this is also why you can't get graphic ca graphics cards right now. Wow. Because they, they use up so much of the computer power that is needed to even um, create them and then um, trade with them, basically. And I suppose NFT is one of those. And what Deb says is can be... Uh, it's only it's digital and it's digital digital goods basically which leads to the article that we're talking about yes because everybody in the world of the internet knows that meme of the little girl in front of the burning house with a smug look on her face as if she just set that entire house on fire we call her disaster girl we call her disaster girl. I had no idea that she had a name until this article, to be very honest. But if you would have told me that, I would have known her meme. And her name is Zoe Roth. And she's now a college senior. And she's not very, not unrich. No, she just made $500,000 off her meme um, and gave or is planning to give the proceeds to charity as well as pay off her student loans. And the reason why we talked about NFTs is because 
she got that through an NFT auction. So basically, her meme image got sold off for $500,000 um, through one of these NFT auctions in the end. And it made her like a good, good freaking fortune. It really did. And, you know, that's great. I don't under, I cannot understand how this picture made this much money, but congratulations. So the meme <laughs> sold for 180 ether, which is not uh, something that is going on in Final Fantasy, though it sounds similar. But Ethereum and Ether is one of the Bitcoin currencies that are out there. Um, and they all have also different kind of worth. So obviously Bitcoin, everybody knows Bitcoin, but there are so many more different kind of, of currency, digital currencies basically, and the Ether is one of them. And 180 Ether, let's check out 100, one Ether, Ethereum in Euros is, one Ether is 2,809 Euros and 76 cents in pounds. That is pounds, pounds, oh no, not in Pakistani rupee, I'm sorry. Um, GBP. Pounds sterling, it's 2,430 pounds and eight cents. So a whole fucking, whole lot of money. <laughs> Tom in chat says he owes some Ethereum, like um, 1. 1. 1.0000 1. something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. The Roths, so the family of the Disaster Girl, they did retain the copyright. Um, and they will... Oh my god, how fucking smart are they? They retained the copyright for the picture. And um, they will receive 10% of future sales. Oh, very good. Smart. <laughs> smart, so smart. The market for ownership rights to digital arts, Ethereum and media known as NFTs exploit is exploding. All NFT, including the disaster girl memes, are stamped with a unique bit of digital code that marks their authenticity and stored on a blockchain. A distributed ledger system that underlies Bitcoin and other currencies, cryptocurrencies. I love that. I mean, it's wild. So wild. I don't love what it causes to the planet, obviously. And cryptocurrencies, I feel, feel cryptocurrencies are the epiphany of what is wrong, of what it kind of is wrong with, with in the entire system of money in general, because it's just not, not money is not anything that you can hold in your hand anymore. It's basically everything is digital. So, um, yeah, <laughs> um, Jested in chat. Apparently, a few years ago, some dude threw away a hard drive with a few hundred Bitcoin on it and didn't know it was going to get so big. There was a video of him digging through the dump looking for it, um, cause it, cause it's worth hundreds of millions now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, a colleague of mine, she also had Bitcoin on a on a physical wallet. Like you can have a digital wallet that you can access online, but you can also have a physical wallet with which is like a hard drive or 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 something like that. And she lost it. And <laughs> then Bitcoin had like this huge rise in the last couple of months or something. And she, but she did find it again and could access it again. It could just needed a firmware update. Um, so at least she has all her Bitcoin shit back now. But yeah, um, a lot of technical stuff connected to all of, all of that. And wild. But I mean, proof kind of how irrelevant actual value of something is. Because all it does is create more maths, in a way. It's making something out of nothing. What money does as well now, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't understand this at all. Like I've, I've, my brain cannot process how something like this can happen, but I am mm. pleased that she made money. Yeah. <laughs> um, the article also says that, um, Ben Lashes is the guy who manages the Roths and, uh, stars of other memes, including the Nyan Cat, Grumpy Cat, Keyboard Cat, Dodge Success Kid, and David After Dentist, and the ridiculously photogenic guy said his clients had cum cumulatively made over 2 million in NFT sales. Wow. Yeah. And, and just NFT sales are ahead. establishing memes as a sophisticated art form and serious pieces of culture. I mean, I'm I am down for that. Honestly, I stand behind this statement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great because who defines what is art and what isn't? And in third, and it's defining culture as it is fully defining culture as it, as it is. It defines communication. It defines how we interact with each other and so do emojis so for people say it's just child's play and nothing of relevance it's just not true because an entire generation and various generations are communicating in in other kinds of art forms uh, or other kinds of memes of communication which is emojis or memes or gifs or whatever so and it just also affects how culture and how communication works so it's not just some random gif that we're posting i think Cool. <laughs> I posted an NFT on Moni's Facebook wall once. I will sue her on one day. Thank you very much for preparing me, Tom. <laughs> and yeah, and he said, and that's interesting. I think anytime you can find a collector, no matter what the price is, who respects the art behind it and is going to cherish it, that's a successful sale. Whether it's an ether, whether whether it's one ether or two hundred or three hundred. Yeah, wild, wild, absolutely wild. Let's talk about something I understand. Cool. Let's do it. Okay. So this article's from today. Yay. And Yay. it's written by the one and only Ed Nightingale. Yes. Who is one of a very good friends and an, a games journalist. And I have to work really hard to not say James journalist, but he's a games journalist for Pink News. Yes. Um, and he... Release the article, Sony an announces new partnership with gaming platform Discord, raising hopes for improved crossplay. And are, are we excited? Oh, are we, Monica? As a PlayStation user, is this something that's exciting for you? Probably not, because I don't ever, I hardly ever connect my, um, hardly ever connect, at least when it comes to typing, I don't really connect my keyboard to, um, to my PlayStation, even though I should. But... For voice chat, I think it's great. Mm. Because oh it's... yeah, okay, that makes sense. I was like, will it just be the Discord <laughs> no, I mean, client no, on it... PlayStation? No, I I mean we have to consider that Discord came out was created more as a, an alternative kind of to Teamspeak basically, mm -hmm. and that was only solely a place where people go to connect with each other to connect on voice chat with each other while you play video games right um the entire fact that you build community around it is something that came with it i think because that's also where the people could could text chat and and do stuff like that so now if you are able to and they have been independent all this time like every other platform is bought by some bigger company 
And by by now, so Discord was still kind of independent in that entire situation. And especially during the pandemic, they rose in popularity for sure because um, people noticed that they can offer courses and build stuff and create community and, and have classrooms or whatever all in Discord. Um, so now they needed somebody to, well, because money-wise, I don't think they've been doing a really good job. Mm. So they needed somebody to to buy them and a few months ago, weeks ago, Microsoft was the one that was that was rumored of buying Discord, and apparently now it's um, gonna be Sony and PlayStation. Yeah, I think that this is this is just a great move um, for for both PlayStation and Discord. Obviously, for the financial implications for Discord, but also the it's just the accessibility I think of those communities by play, like for PlayStation mm. users. I think. It'll help build some good community. And there are a lot of games now that are cross-play too. So you can play, and especially with, with, with different things like that, it's just easier to... You are not... And from the PlayStation, from the console itself, you are always so limited to just voice chat with the people that also have a PlayStation. And mm-hmm. everything else was way more complicated. So now doing that, being able to do that via the PlayStation, I don't think is the worst option to have and for those final fantasy players you know who are those people (laughs) well we are those people (laughs) the look on your face (laughs) the the, the delayed look on your face (laughs) yeah as long as i think they don't change a lot of i mean obviously changes will always happen but i think generally discord is a really nice platform and the way it works is really great so um as long as they don't massively change the functionality of the thing to a degree where they just make it, they're just making it worse for the sake of making it for the sake of adjusting it to their company, whatever, then I will have a different opinion. But if they are able to make it work on PlayStation and keep Discord in a place where it's usable for other things as well, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But so far, it's still unclear what the integration will look like. So we will see how that goes. Well, you will see. I, oh, yeah. I, I won't see it firsthand. It will, do you have a PlayStation 4, though? We do. Yeah, that would work. I think they said it would be for both. Yeah, we watch Netflix on our PS4. Oh, so you're not using it. That's what you mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that is a you problem, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Uh, um, so I'm excited about our next article, which came in from listener Flame Flash. Yay. Um, thank you, Flame Flash. Um, <laughs> sorry, t- Tom made me laugh in chat just saying, we don't just watch Netflix, we watch Disney on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> and Amazon Prime. Like, come on, <laughs> gotta get the trifecta yeah. in there. Um, so Flame Flash has submitted an article here um, called, or about Ironheart, Marvel Disney Plus series sets Chinaka Hodge as the head writer. That sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. So the Ironheart series will be coming to Disney Plus, and Chinaka Hodge will be the head writer. It's going to be starring Dominique Thorne as Marvel character Rai Rai Williams, a genius adventure and the creator of the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. Ooh. That's cool. That is pretty cool. And why is that also cool? Because both are black women. Yes. So not only do we get the black woman 
black iron woman version black women black female version of iron man it's not a black iron woman it's um whatever her character is iron heart iron heart iron heart what if one could remember what they just read wouldn't that be great <laughs> um and that is also has a black woman as a as a lead writer yeah. for a black female-led story is just great it is really really great and also like can we talk about the the subject of this story because it sounds really cool so the comics um ironheart comics which um were introduced in 2016 so not all that long ago um but the character is a 15 year old mit student so she's like a genius yeah. going to one of the most like well-known and prestigious like technological colleges ever mm-hmm. um who reverse engineers iron man's armor in order to create armor of her own um and then iron man tony stark took notice and gave her his encouragement to pursue the life of a superhero nice like that is cool mm-hmm. yeah so Ironheart is one of the various marvel disney plus shows that are in the works right now and they will focus on women of color so we are excited about that um there are various ones that are in the making as well. So it's Miss um, Marvel, who is the first uh, young Muslim, ma- young Muslim superhero, basically, um, which also has Bisha K. Ali working with it, and she's also um... Eman Vellani is Miss Marvel herself, mm. and then Jessica Gao is leading the She-Hulk series, which has Tatiana Maslany, um, who you might know her from. Oh my god, the name of the show literally just left my head. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. It was so good. I watched it all. What was it called? <sighs> Orphan Black. Black. Thank was... you. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you. That, <laughs> the name of it just like went, it's here and it now it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mood. Yeah. There is a really great um, documentary on Disney Plus that I think it's the Marvel 16 or whatever it's called. And they focus on various things, um, Marvel. And they also have an episode about um, Miss Marvel there and the creation of Miss Mar- Marvel and everything attached to it. And the writer of Miss Marvel and all of that. So that was really interesting too. So if anybody wants to watch that, check that out on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And we were going to save this one for last, but I think it fits in here really nicely. Um, the a trailer for marvel's phase four was dropped on twitter yesterday was so did you lose your shit i did lose my shit a bit i lost my shit even before it ended to be honest because i think it was a montage of stan lee speaking mm-hmm. and it hardcore um spoke to absolutely everything that is going on in the pandemic right now and marvel really does such a good job with making you feel things i I think a lot of the times so it was um just uh so cool to see that and in the end of this trailer which is how long um three minutes is long minutes they basically show everything that is coming out in the next year when there we can all go to the fucking movies again hopefully and all the shows and all the well all, all the movies mostly right yeah um we do have a list of all everything that's coming out and yeah it's mostly mostly movies 
Do you want me to read them? Do you yes, want me to read them please. All? Okay, we have Black Widow coming out in 2021. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, 2021. Eternals, 2021. Spider-Man, No Way Home, also 2021. And then we go into 2022 with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I am very excited about. Mm. Monica's most excited one, Thor Love and Thunder. I'm so excited about Thor Love and Thunder, like you would not believe. Anyway, continue. (laughs) Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which I am pretty keen to see what's happening here. Yes. Mm -hmm. And ending, oh, and then we've got uh, the, the Marvels. Which looks like it's going to have um, brain farted Captain Captain Marvel and also Ms. Marvel in it. Oh, will it? I think I wasn't so. sure how that how that what that was about, but I was also didn't Google anything, so mm-hmm. I will not one hundred percent sure. Just mm-hmm. going by memory of what I heard somebody say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, we've also got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three coming, and Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. I still have to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think. I I think I watched it or something, and then I fell asleep or something. I don't know. I good. really love Paul Rudd. I love him so much, but the Ant-Man movie didn't get me. I don't know why. I don't what? know. I don't know. How? I don't know what it is. I don't know what You're it was. Wrong. I can't tell you. He was hilarious. He's just the absolute best. But the video, the, the movie was kind of... I don't know why I found it a bit awkward. I don't know. But <laughs> Paul Rudd is so hot, Whoopi. I yeah, think he's he just epic in general. He's just the perfect person to be Ant-Man. I just don't know if I like the superhero that is Ant-Man, you know? I find it weird what he does, in a way. I don't know. Shrink? Shrink and grow. It's And he's so slow when he grows. It's I don't know. I need to watch it again. I will watch it again with new and fresh eyes. I haven't seen it in ages. And, Do um, it. I don't I don't care if things are tiny and then get big, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly forward, and I'm just changing the order, Monica, that we agreed on because it just makes so much more sense to now talk about our other Marvel franchise, Deadpool. We do love I mean, Ryan Reynolds, right? Right. So Ryan Reynolds is begging marvel to make deadpool openly bisexual and i'm here for this like deadpool in the comics is um is pansexual um Mm -hmm. you know so why not in the films too didn't who did we talk about the other day who has a poly relationship from the marvel superheroes oh yes oh star lord yes star lord yes yeah. I forgot his name. I thought of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we've got one. It It's not in the movies yet either, but it is confirmed mm. canon in the comics. So, yeah, excited to, to see this. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, Ryan Reynolds gets what he wants. I mean, Ryan Reynolds put so much effort into the general fact of even creating the fucking first Deadpool movie that nobody wanted him to make. But he was like, we're going to make this movie and it's going to be great. And it took them forever to even bring him back into the Marvel Universe in a way because they didn't want him to do it. And he was like, I'm doing it and you can suck my balls or whatever. Sorry, that's probably not what he said. It's probably exactly what he said. <laughs> it's probably exactly <laughs> what he said <laughs> with my aviation gin. And <laughs> but yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, he says himself, like, the great thing about Deadpool is that we're allowed to do things that other superhero, other superhero movies don't necessarily do. Mm. Not that, like, any superhero movie shouldn't or couldn't explore, like, sexuality of, of their superheroes, but, like, he's very right about Deadpool. Like, there's, like, an extra level of what anything everything goes mm. the article also says that the, the company so they talk about disney in that regard because disney owns just fucking everything um has largely shied away from explicit represent represent representation representation <laughs> of lgbt plus identities in the mcu in the past which some have speculated is due to the fear of censorship in countries where homosexuality is either illegal or not socially accepted um However, such fear, such fears would likely not be a problem for Deadpool, uh, for a Deadpool sequel, as the earlier films have already been banned in numerous countries due to <laughs> violence and sexual content. So <laughs> Reynolds previously confirmed as much. And following the release of Deadpool 2, he said, that's not really a problem for us because we were banned in China. We were rated fuck you in China. <laughs> he, I just love Ren... R- 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 what? Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds so much and if it turns out he's gonna be an asshole is all gonna just fucking annoy me again but so far I mean like I think he's he is an asshole but I also don't think he's like a bad asshole I think he's just kind of like an ass well I think there is a difference between someone who is just not giving a shit um in a way that it's like I'm gonna do something that is gonna be great for a lot of people so I'm not giving a shit and I'm doing it anyways mm-hmm. that's not what I would 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 categorize as someone being an asshole that's just somebody knowing what he wants uh, going for what he wants and um because i i think he's doing great stuff in in it because if he wouldn't give a shit whether there would be lgbtqi plus a representation in anything he wouldn't demand it from 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 the company so so i'm like that's clearly something that is important to him to a degree that he wants to be like, let's do this. Let's fucking do this mm-hmm. because it's needed. And wherever you think we can't air it, it's not happening anyway. So um, that's why I'm like, I think he's not an asshole in the sense of fuck the fuck humanity. I'm going to get rich and don't give a shit. I, I don't think he's that kind of asshole. He's just like no, someone who's like, so. I'm going to do my shit. I don't care what other people say. And I, I don't give two fucks about that. And that that's something I really appreciate. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like he treats life as a bit of a meme. And I love it. Like, yeah. Yeah, he bought, a, he bought a football team and it came with an English town. He like started a mobile like cell phone company in america that's like giving the most like the most affordable yeah plans in the entire country yeah (laughs) he owns a gin company like i know sorry it's welsh not english town my apologies (laughs) how dare you (laughs) um like he's just living the shit out of life and i want to be his best friend yeah me too but i think there is a long line for people who want to be his best friend I mean, we can just make a stupid fucking joke about everything, make a hilarious videos, send it to him and ask him to be angry caring. I mean, why the fuck not? <laughs> let's do it. Let's, let's, do, let's it. do it. Yeah, we can do it. Okay, cool. We just need to think about something really cool. But we can brainstorm about that some other time. If you have any ideas, listen, also people in chat, if you have any amazing ideas how we can get Ryan Reynolds to be on this podcast, let us know um, and we will try and make it happen. Yeah. I picture, like, a community video. Oh, it needs to be badass. Oh, yeah. You were too... There explosions. Yeah. 
and even if it's just sometimes a bit shit or something we just need to mm-hmm. yeah anyway um yeah. goals <laughs> goals goals um so yeah we love ryan reynolds um, <laughs> we might need a few mods in chat that day i mean <laughs> that's true i think we could find a few people who would help us there mm-hmm. hopefully <laughs> <sighs> yeah and our last article also comes from our friend ed yes because we love ed um there was a playstation what is it called oh jesus what is it called i don't remember i don't know what you're showcase or something it's not called showcase um anyway they released more details about um state of play thank you very much tom there was a playstation state of play and they generally released more information about things that are going on with playstation and in the first in the last state of play that has happened that was happening they already announced a new ratchet and clank and we saw that mysterious female um lombax person there and everybody was like who the fuck is this this is amazing oh my god whatever woo um (laughs) oh god um and in this state of play they did announce who this person is and who this lombax is and the female lombax is called rivet she is described as a lombax resistant fighter from another dimension whose organic life is hunted by the evil emperor nefarious um it does look like rivet will be the one who is um who we will be playing with in the game and yeah there's a typical it's a typical platformer it's going to be again so um I'm curious about that. I downloaded the first Ratchet and Clank on the PlayStation because it comes with this package there. So I'm curious about that. Um, can I just read this line out that Ed wrote and say, Filth, Ed. Filth. <laughs> the story sees regular antagonist Dr. Nefarious sucking the titular duo into an alternate dimension. <laughs> Filthy. Filthy, filthy Ed Nightingale. I love him so much. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote one article. uh, Which one was that? I don't remember now. He made a lot of puns in in that one too. Very filthy puns. Appreciate it always. Always, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the title that it's coming out is called Rift Apart. So in that one. (laughs) Not the Dominatrix one. That's a good one too. That is a good one. But yeah. So yeah. we are looking forward to hearing more about Rivet. Um, we are excited about more female protagonists in video games. So yay, mm-hmm. Rivet. Rivet, yay. Rivet, see, that's not right. Rivet. And yes. yeah. Funny funny enough, um, I started playing. Oh my God, I actually used the PlayStation for something that wasn't watching TV. See? I see? played some Ratchet and Clank and I really enjoyed it and I want to play more. I know, I did start it a bit that didn't go very far and I feel for a... For a as somebody who is mainly used to the Nintendo jump and run games from her youth and hasn't played a lot of platformers since then, I was a bit mind blown of how complex they are now. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? Like, and on the PlayStation. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> mm, you know, you know. <laughs> Maybe it's the old reflexes nowadays or something, but in general, it's mm-hmm. just also like. That's really complex and really nice. And also the graphics are also bit, just a tiny bit better than Nintendo 64. Just a tiny bit better. Minor, m- minor, very, just minor. Minutely. Minutely. 
Is that the word you were no, trying I don't to know. mumble out? I just okay. made the word up in my head that's probably not existing as per usual. Fair. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's it. That's it. It was a long one. Was it? I have no idea what time it is. We're over an hour. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, three minutes. That's fine. I talked a lot of bullshit in the beginning. So, so th- yeah. thanks a lot for being part and listening to this episode. And we'll be back next week for another amazing episode of Geek Herring. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Herring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Herring and over on geekherring.com. 